This is IFO Podcast Series, the official podcast from IFO Show, the one and only talk show about every IELTS that helps you to reach your dream. One of the things that I think is is wonderful is that you know beauty is really in the eye of the beholder, and our guest today, I do think. Is a beautiful person in multiple different dimensions, and she's gone through different stages in her life where she herself defines and redefines the definition of beauty all the time. And uh, I'm quite excited to to find out, you know, what she defines beautiful, what she defines as her own personal beauty, and now at a couple of months pregnant, um, how she defines beauty and how that has changed. Um, so you know, today is not really just about physical beauty; it's about everything that's related to the idea. Of beauty. Hello, my name is Phuong Mai. I am a model, actress, MC, and a mom to be. Seems like I have been experiencing quite a lot lately. Simply because I want to live my life to the fullest, and fortunately, I always find happiness in whatever I do. I am very excited to be on IELTS Face Off today. See you there. Well, you know, it's great. We've had you since the first season. Thank you. Um, and you, you had gray hair back then, really oh. short gray hair. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, you do something, some crazy thing when you're young, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I don't regret. And now <laughs> your hair is back to being black. No, I, I mean, well, I had super long hair when it was little, and then I cut my hair because I think it was. I thought it was time to cut my hair. A lot of people wondered why. Uh, Did anyone break my heart? No, it's just hair, and so I kept that. Oh yeah, that long hair. It was really long. You started your career as a model. Yeah. Um, and and modeling is not easy at all. It's mm. probably a, a, an industry that's very competitive, um, and it's a, it's a lot of gossip and it's a lot of chatting. Um, how did you maneuver through that whole modeling scene for so many years? Well. You know, it, it really depends how you see it. I'm I'm a person who always see the glass full of water, instead of looking at the dark side of it. Instead of looking at how competitive it is or how gossipy it is, I only look at the bright side. I only see that I can shine on stage. I get to wear all the beautiful makeup and clothes and and be taken picture of. And on top of that, I get paid to do that. <laughs> I loved it. I really, if you ask me now. About all the challenges that I went through, I don't remember anything because they just don't exist in my mind. Yes, there there are challenges like how to always keep fit, how to uh, lose weight constantly, how to look the way that people want you to look. Back in that day, people were fond of girls with super white skin, yeah, and I was super dark. <laughs> um, or or people want girls who look really slim and girly. I had big shoulders. Sorry, that's how I am. The point is, I'm not afraid to bring my true self out there, and I'm not afraid to accept myself, and I'm not afraid to prove to people that this is the look that you want. Wow! And uh, how long were you in modeling before you transitioned onto being a full-time MC and actress and doing everything else you're doing now? So I started my uh, modeling career when I was 17, not so professionally, maybe 19, let's say 2009, when I uh, won the position of top 10 uh, Asia supermodel, and then I continue on to 2012 when I won Vietnam supermodel, as you saw in the picture. At that point, 
of winning that award, I thought to myself, it's time to change. Mm -hmm. So I changed to acting professionally, and uh, then I chose to be an MC professionally. And by saying so, it's the end of my modeling career. Mm -hmm. Well, physically, you're a beautiful woman. You know, um, you, you look fantastic uh, throughout you. many, many years. Um, how do you maintain that beauty? And do you, do you take pride in that physical beauty that you have? Uh, yeah, actually, no. This is a progress of learning. I was a, I was a very shy girl when I was little. I grew up with super dark skin, very long legs, very skinny figure, and everybody, including my family member, would make fun of me. They would say that, you are not our child. Sorry, child. We picked you up from the mountain because everyone in my family is beautiful, especially my sister who looked like a doll. They would compare. Uh, one time, so my mom has a shop, and we would take, take turns to take care of the shop. Uh, one time, my mom's friend came over and said very loud to my mom, oh my god, I just saw your, your daughter this morning watching the shop. She's so beautiful. And she looked at me like, not this one. <laughs> like that. I went through that hardship of trying to accept myself, of trying to think that I'm beautiful. You believe that I, I am beautiful because I believe I'm beautiful. You, you had a childhood, you know, that, that was very active. You even played basketball. Right. Yeah. Uh, you played sports and uh, and, you know, you, you did a lot of things and, and we've seen your transition through pictures. Um, how did you go about that transition? And did you kind of have to like think about what you have to pick to be during um, that transition? I think it just come naturally. Well, there's something I want to I want to uh, make sure here. I'm still myself. I'm still this active, dark skinned girl chasing after a ball or, or some kind of sport that I picked. I, I was a swimmer, I was a basketball player. Now I become a uh, pole dancer. <laughs> Not so good. Oh yeah, like that. Oh, that's wonderful, that's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I, I was doing gym. I did uh, also kickboxing, Muay Thai, and now I'm trying to do yoga. So I'm always active thanks to my dad because he wants his kid to be active, healthy, beautiful all the time. I think it's, it's, it's wonderful to know how much you can do in life, how much you're capable of. And uh, by conquering all the physical uh, challenges, I have I build more belief in myself that I can do a lot of other things in life, modeling, acting, MC. I, I, I have the feeling that once I want something, I can conquer it. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a lot of confidence. Have you ever not been confident? And how did you deal with it? Being confident? No, I'm not always confident. I'm super, super not confident when I don't know something. The key to the confidence is try to get as much as you can in your brain, at least, or, or learn all the things that you can learn. Uh, try to get to know, but at the same time, don't be afraid to be your true self. If you don't know something, say that you don't know something and accept it or not, this is me, I know, I don't know. Then it slowly it becomes a kind of confidence to accept yourself. Mm -hmm. So now people see me, they always see me smiling, they always see me being like this, even though I don't know something, even though I know that I'm bad at it, even though I'm appearing here and not so sure about what I'm talking about because <laughs> my brain is obviously on vacation because <laughs> of the pregnancy, I still feel fine. At the end of the day, just 
Just be yourself. There will always be lovers. Somehow. <laughs> so what's, what's the defi definition of beauty for you when you were 20? And, and what's the defini definition of beauty now? Another learning progress when it comes to the definition of being beautiful. When I was 20, I was a model. And as a model, I got judged all the time by everyone. They would always say, why are you so skinny? Why are you so fat? Why is your hair so short? Why is your hair so long? Why do you wear this lipstick? Oh, whatever. Yeah, why are you like this? Why are you like that? And at 20, I thought, ah, oh, being beautiful means being skinny mm -hmm. or being beautiful means being white. No, at the end, I thought being beautiful means being productive at what you're doing. I am a model. I'm still making money. I still get booked by all the agencies. So I'm beautiful. So regardless of what you're saying about me, I'm doing my job well. So I'm beautiful mm -hmm. as a model. Now that I'm married and uh, I changed my job to be a professional MC, and I'm pregnant, AKA I don't really have to care, worry too much about the measurement of my body anymore. I think beauty is a state of mind when you are comfortable for who you are, when you love yourself. Only pay attention to those who bring you positive energy to really love you for who you are, then you're beautiful. Mm. That's great, that's great. Um, I do think that that's a great message for people, especially young girls, um, to take away, and even young boys as well. You know, um, because I think we live in a society where we're influenced so much by what people think, and sometimes the people that criticize us are family members. Um, and they feel comfortable enough to tell us that we're ugly or, or we're too fat or we're too skinny. And, and I really like what you said, you know, to be really comfortable in ourselves and to be able to realize that the people who criticize aren't the people that are going to help us to, to achieve what we want to achieve. Well, yeah. insecurity, everybody has insecurity. Trust me, even the most fabulous supermodel <laughs> of the world would hate something about herself, maybe her toe, <laughs> maybe her <laughs> hair color, anything. So everybody carries that and you just need to accept it. Sometimes I wake up and I accept myself for being insecure. It's fine. It's fine to feel a little bit insecure, to feel a little bit ugly, to be judged by other people, but I don't care. Mm -hmm. I'm happy. I chose to find the best version of myself and stick to it. If now I'm pregnant, okay, I will try to be the best version of myself being pregnant. You're married, you're married, and you, you are still active, you know, while, while being pregnant. You're still doing yoga, and you've, you've posted a couple of pictures on, you know, on, on your social media that showcases you being extremely toned and still very fit as a pregnant lady. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. How did you Thank do that? You. Oh, well, back to my dad. <clears throat> the way he trained his kids, aka me, uh, he always wants us to stay as active as we want at any stage of our life. Because being active means being healthy. Being healthy means being happy and being productive. You can do whatever you want, mm -hmm. right? And now that you're married and you're expecting a new member to the family? Oh, good question. Hmm. <laughs> Are they happy? I never asked them. <laughs> well, thanks God, I'm married to a guy who loves cats as much as I do. In fact, his parents always bring, you know, uh, homeless cats and dogs to their home and take care of them. That's my Mimi. <laughs> and he's, he, he accepts me. That's why we date, right? That's why we become lovers in the first place. And that's why we're married now. 
and we are happy with with my seven cats at home. And he loves the way that I am a crazy cat lady, and he would accept it if one day I go out in the street and I find a an abandoned cat and I want to take him in, and he would he would accept it. All right. Well, I'm sure the audience has a lot of questions for you today, so it's now time for the audience members to ask for my question. I have a question for you. Um, my sister uh, is always wonder why uh, wonder that is in. Uh, necessary or not necessary to get a surgery to become beauty. Uh, my mother um, like uh, doesn't support her to get a surgery, but uh, she wants to become more beauty to confident. But uh, in Vietnam, it's not common for girl to get surgery. So I, th mm. uh, I, I want to ask you that um, should or should not to to get it. Yeah, thank you. First of all, I have to correct this. In Vietnam, it's getting very popular. I think too popular for girls to have plastic surgery. Too many girls now believe that plastic surgery is the only way out to get beautiful, and I'm concerned, honestly. I feel so bad for those who never believe or who never love themselves enough to, to stop staring at other girls who actually use so much filter, <laughs> app filter, or, or those who appear on cover of the magazines who went through so much Photoshop to believe that that is beautiful, this is not me, this is not beautiful, no, it's wrong. To build the confidence of appearance, maybe she needs to look at two things. First of all, there are things that you can actually change physically by yourself, by training, by having good habit of eating, have good uh, lifestyle, then you can change, you can lose weight, you can gain weight, you can you know, do this and that if, if you know how to do it. If you don't know, hire a PT. The other way, of course, I'm not too against plastic surgery, but she needs to be really, really careful because she's putting her life in someone else's hand. She needs to know who he is. She needs to know how, how careful he can be with her body. And what is enough? What is her goal? Maybe if she wants to change a little bit something on her face, like her nose, Maybe one time is enough. Don't, don't change constantly until you look like someone else. And that's my, that's my answer. I cannot say yes, I cannot say no. It's really up to her. I have something to say though. I, I, I do think that plastic surgery is, is not bad. Um, it's and, not bad. And I'm no. totally for it, you know, for, for, but with really in-depth research. Um, and I do think that a lot of the times people, are pro people want to do it also because the first, the first response from family members will be like, don't do it, yeah. right? And the more like your mom tells her not to do it, the more she's going to think about it and she's <sighs> going to think about it for a long time. So she should start her research. And whenever the time is right, and you know, good plastic surgery is never cheap. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so get the finances together, do the research, and, and exactly follow Mai's advice to find out what are the priorities and how can she maneuver through the process. Any other questions? That's a good one. Can you tell us about how you can maintain your work-life balance? Yeah, that, that's actually a very great question. I've, I've been spending a lot of time thinking about it because if you have an office work, then your, your work is in your office. When you go home, you're at home. But my work is like my life, mm -hmm. right? I, the way I eat or the way I talk or the way I you know, dress up sometimes can be a topic for people to comment. So how, how do I balance it? Um, well, 
I think when, when you are confident at what you're doing, when you know that your job is on stage, and when you're confident enough about yourself, believing that people would love you for your true self when you don't wear makeup, when you wear baggy clothes, then you're fine, then I'm fine. I can keep my balance that way. I'm not afraid to sit on the streets eating uh, nem chou zam. Oh, so yummy. Without any makeup on and then wearing ugly shoes. And some people might ask, why are you doing that? You're a celebrity, you're, you're a model. And I said, but it is me. I mean, you cannot make me work 24 hours per day. You're not paying me to look good. And you can like me or not like me, really. I don't care. I'm taking my time off. You know, at the end of the day, I think uh, being comfortable is, is the key, is the balance. You don't think too much about it. Uh, I uh, think much about my feeling, if I'm happy or not. And that's it. And I, I feel like I'm, I'm not under any pressure, actually. Thank you, Mai, for coming. It's been so fun chatting with you. And you know, all the best for your upcoming couple of months. And we can't wait to see what you will do next. Thank you very much. Thank you. This is IFO Podcast. You can follow IFO on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, or Twitter. If you haven't followed it yet, go to Spotify and follow. Thank you for listening.